Young. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, bro? You feeling, man? <laughs> so funny, man. <laughs> uh, I don't even know, like, man. You laughing the way I say hello? I don't know, man. There's something infectious about the uh, about the greeting just now. It took me from one place to another place, man. <laughs> That's what yeah. it's supposed to do. As it, uh, yeah, yeah, as advertised, <laughs> it worked as intended. <laughs> Uh, Big Ren doing, doing, doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. Yeah, that's yeah, what man. I do, man. I'm just out here trying to feed the people, feed the streets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Big yeah. Ren Jesus going to jail so he can do healing work with the people. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good, man. How, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm just chilling, man. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Um, I was thinking about the show. I was like, "Yo, me and Ring got to have a smoker because I don't, I don't give a shit about this upcoming pay per view." Man, um, and you know, I was, <laughs> whatever I was get to talking that, to a ahead. girl. Yeah, I was talking to a girl at work about it, and she said, "I don't even know what matches are going on. I'm not even gonna look them up. I'm just gonna go into it blind." <laughs> yeah, we're we're, like, we're fucking addicts, <laughs> bloods. Um, to outwardly say, man, what the fuck is this? And then be like, eh, well, you know, going to be there Sunday. <laughs> 7, 7 p.m. Um, yeah, man, which we'll, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely have, have a, have a, have a time with that a little later on. But yeah, man, how, how, how's your heart, man? How, how's your heart? How's your spirits? You still essential out here. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a vet in this essential game. Purple heart. You know, yeah, might as well dealing with these stupid ass people I work with. I can't wait till we eventually, and it's coming soon. It's coming real soon, but like we'll get this has got to be like our third or fourth show in a row. Like, oh, you know, quarantine. (laughs) Man, I hope work quarantine at the crib. You not at the crib. I'm at the crib. Essential, non-essential. God damn, dude. It sucks. I mean, like, I, I mean, I would totally rather be at work. I'm yeah. sure a lot of other people would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I keep on trying to tell my bosses to get rid of some people because there's people out there looking for jobs right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> might as well, hey, listen, you might as well freshen up. Yeah. Might as well freshen up. Do it. <laughs> I got a dude at my gig, man. He out here purposely trying to get fired to collect unemployment. Bro, me and my boss were actually talking about that shit the other day, like... What they're actually paying people for unemployment now, it's like, fuck going to work. Boy, you can't Man. just quit. Right. You ha- And you have to be like, five. the thing is, like, he outwardly went to the top man, was like, yo, can you fire me so I can collect <laughs> unemployment for six months? And now has been like, I mean, he wasn't got a job anyway. Pro- 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 he, I've got what I think of him professionally anyway, but he's been like, he's, tank- he's been like tanking at his job. Like, yeah, man, it's fun crazy. But the thing is, like, for one, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna do it for him because, like, be a fucking man. But for two, like, what it takes to even get that shit done, and what it costs a company to pay unemployment. Yeah, like it ain't just the paper they spend the, the paper they give you is is so much more on top of that. So I mean, I've only had to file for unemployment once, mm-hmm. and it's. I lived in Carbondale, and that old lady drove her fucking Buick to the goddamn restaurant. That'll probably that'll probably put some people out of work for a while. 
Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 like, I was only getting, like, fucking... I was working almost, like, 40 hours a week. I was working probably, like, 35, 36. Yeah. And I was only getting, like, maybe $200 a week. Ooh, wee. That ain't gonna Ooh. cut it. No, 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 no. <laughs> But now it's like doubled. Like motherfuckers yeah. are getting like twelve hundred dollars a week yeah. for like from from they they might have been working at the gas station before this. True. Now they're getting like they're fuck this. I'm gonna go <laughs> set some shit on here. Get that twelve hundred. <laughs> yeah, fee. I, I think my annoyance with it has like literally nothing to do with anybody clicking unemployment. I mean, we talk about working smarter, not yeah. working harder. So I mean, no, hey, listen, yeah. if you can get paid, go ahead. But like we and we've talked about it before, like. I don't give a fuck what fast food workers make. I don't give a fuck what nobody makes, man. Yeah. Like, I don't care about anything as far as your comparison to me. <laughs> like, I have a I'm job. Still, Say what? I'm still going to work. Yeah. Like, I got a job, which is which is blossoming into a career. Like, I'm, I'm building a career out of this. So, I mean, I'm good where I'm at. Company takes care of me. I put in my work towards something I love. Like I really don't care what you can buy with your time. Like, but I, I, I mean, I hundred percent understand somebody that would like fuck it. I'm gonna go get that check. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. We can't we can't be out here like promoting certain ideals and then get mad when motherfuckers like get on them ideals. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, go, go get it, man. <laughs> this shit is as advertised. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holy shit, man. So Somebody's going to, so go get it. Bruh. You know? You know what I mean? So, it's there for the taking. It's ours. Yeah. <laughs> it's been holding on to <laughs> we, it. We already paid taxes, so go you know, get it. it. It's like it's like it's both of ours. It's just at their house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll keep it at my house, but like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it ain't even both of ours. It's just at their house. <laughs> like, shit, man. Hell no! How I look like <laughs> walking up to Debo? It's like about yo, you're yo. You got my you're shit. About, you're about to buy in the car. Ask it, ask it nice for my shit is crazy. Oh mm. man, I don't know, man. But I uh, we finally got it nailed down as of uh, basically as of yesterday. So I mean, I was supposed to be in um, in in city. I'm moving to like. What month is this? What day is this? Um, like the second second week hey. of April, so like a yeah. month ago, and then uh, I know I know it's the beginning of May. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's somewhere in the beginning of May where we are right now. Um, but uh, Modelo virus pushed that back, but it looks like I'll be uh out there about about uh first of the month, beginning of June. I'm coming through. Come through, man. Come Coming through. Uh, Come F with your guy, man. Um, I was thinking about it. And my initial thought was, okay, you know, thinking out the, the financial aspects, what I would be paying here versus paying there, making money in different places. But then my thought was like, yo, my birthday is in mid-June. Now, oh, yeah. because of how it lands, like, I'll be working on my birthday because of my position. I got to put myself in that spot. So I'll be working on my birthday. But with my luxury of, you know, being able to kind of set my schedule how I can, I want to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's mine. What I look, what I look like asking. You know what I'm saying? We keep it at my house. You know what I'm saying? Boy. Right. <laughs> How you going to keep your birthday at my birthday at your house? So, like, I'm out here asking nicely, but I'll, I'll have to work on my birthday. But, 
Like, I mean, I'm going to have, I mean, like I said, my own kind of way of doing things. I'm thinking about a little, little, uh, midweek road trip, just kind of just see some shit, do some shit, kind of depending on who's available, who's, who's free. Um, oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, and I think about, it, I know some of your schedule, you might, you might get a, a knock on, a knock on your dough, man. Uh, you know where I live. Just, you know Junior's nicer now. Yeah, yeah, me and Junior get along, man. Me and Junior get yeah, along, he's... man. Why are you the last time you were here? So that's I still, good. I'm rubbing on the scar right now. Um, <laughs> Memories. Yeah, yeah, it ain't going nowhere. Uh, my shit still, it still feels weird when it rains. Um, you'll have so, that long. You'll have that long after he's gone, Bruh, <laughs> This this shit gonna have me long after I'm gone. So <laughs> shit, that shit is that shit is. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you can see it. <laughs> it's di- it's different, but uh, yeah, man, I just looked like- at mine like he bit me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, man. But I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, you know, top top man in the city I'm moving to. You know, when it became uh, it became a little more real, like. Right before, like, it's getting real and real with, like, the more responsibilities. But, like, I was interviewing some applicants. And this is right before all this shit popped off. So, I've been interviewing some applicants. And, like, one of them is a young boy, about 19. And he's, like, calling me sir. And talking about how, like, how much he, you know, wants the gig. And I'm, like, yo... I got your life in my hands. Like, it's both of ours, but I'm keeping it in my house. (laughs) Like, I'm really, like, it's really starting to hit me that, like, I'm going to kind of have, like, a hand in people's livelihoods. Like, for real, for real. You haven't watched Sopranos, but you're like Tony Soprano to his nephew, Chris. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Tell me more. I mean, he's he's making him into his right-hand man. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's and real, man. <laughs> I started watching that shit again. <laughs> I never caught it, man. I've been uh I've been listening to um uh so Jamel Hill <clears throat> Jamel Hill and Van Lathan have a uh podcast where they, they deep dive on the wire like every episode. Oh, nice. And yo, and I, I'm so close to just firing up that forty third watch <laughs> of the wire. <laughs> Have they like said anything that like you like haven't even like thought of? Or yes. You just kind of, like, do it? Yes. That's oh the, yeah. That's the fun thing about like growth and entertainment. Like, so I bought the DVD box set of The Wire like ten years ago. Yep. And I would just watch it periodically. But like the older I get, the more I see things. I'm sitting here at 31, and I'm listening to Jamel and, and Van. And they're still like bringing more and more out of this show that I just didn't catch. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? Like, there's one stat, like they'll pull out like a random factoid. And and this is just and this is more like a surface level thing. Like they really dig deep as far as like characters and, and, and observations. But this is like just a, a like a scratching level factoid. Throughout the entire series, right? Sixty episodes. An officer only fires his gun one time. 
damn, you have to watch that a bunch to even catch to that. To even catch that. And I said it the wrong way. I should say it this way. Only one officer ever fires his gun. He's fired it. He fired it more than once, but only one officer ever actually shoots a gun throughout the entire fucking series. I can't remember his name. Uh, it's the it's the it's the black and the white cop uh, team, right? Um, it's a white officer. Yeah. Uh, it's whenever they're in the fucking... It's when they're getting shit thrown at them, isn't it? From, like, up off the balconies and shit? In the, when they go to the projects? Yeah. That's one of the times. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's one of the times. Yeah. See, I've seen it. Right, right. I've seen the shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see I still offended you last time I, I accidentally said that. This is true. My apologies. <laughs> I'm trying to make it up to you, dog. Um, I'll watch. <laughs> no doubt. But yeah, man, that's that's the cool shit about, you know, getting older, but the entertainment still, you know, having that much depth to it. Whether it's The Wire or The Sopranos or anything, but, you know. Yeah, there's still stuff that, like, I'm, like, finding out, like, uh, like I said, I've watched it. Probably, it's probably, like, the sixth or seventh time I've watched it. Yeah, yeah. And each time there's just new stuff that just clicks. Still clicks, yeah. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Learning more and more about, you know, the, the depth of it all. But, yeah, you know, wrapping back around, like, I'm really realizing that, like, I've been saying, you know, top man, but, like, the the depth of it all. There's, like, the surface responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? Building relationships throughout the city between companies, interviewing, hiring, training. But also, like, I'm, I have to, like, provide you with life. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I can't fuck this up for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't, don't fuck it up for me, but I I can't fuck it up for you. That's kind of bigger than that. I can't fuck it up for you. I've got to, we have to put ourselves, we have to put each other in positions to win. But, yeah, yeah, I got a quarterback this shit. Yeah. So. I got to send it home. Yeah, like I gotta, I gotta bring us home. Like I gotta get us to the end zone. And so the thought is like, you know, um, one of my favorite rappers, he has a line where he says, um, basically the gist of it is, if this shit goes, if this shit goes well, the praise goes to the team. If this shit goes bad, this shit is on me. Yep. So. Our entire, you know, livelihood in the city. You gotta look at it like that too, though. You yeah. Know? Yep. Yep. Every every uh every youngin I bring along for the ride and for the for the drive, like I I have to. They're looking to me to <laughs> help pay their bills. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Damn, that shit is that shit. Yeah, listen, I need. Let me hold up. Got brown liquor in my hand. Yeah, man. So. Just thinking about that, that kind of came to mind recently, but, you know. How you feeling otherwise, man? What's going on with you, player? The TikTok kind of took off. Are you cracking? You viral out here, man. You a fucking <laughs> legend out here. I Bro, seen you, man. It's like- it's like 800, like, on, on the YouTube, I mean, not on the YouTube, but on the fucking Facebook group, bro. Like, I knew you wouldn't be down, like, with all that chugging shit. I was like, man, I gotta send him an invite to this so you can kind of see what's going on. I, I joined like, it, and <laughs> I seen that, like, it was real It was real for me when I saw that you had haters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, Ren got hate. This is so crazy. 
Ren got some fucking hate out here for how he chugs a beer. Like, every other post, like, and I, I know you know, but I'm looking, I'm like, every other post is like, you know, some cute to semi-cute girl, like, posing with a beer. And then it's you out here, fucking legendary, doing shit that you just do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just, just every weekend shit, you just know? every weekend shit. And then one guy, you got, you'll talk to somebody about, like, metal bands that you guys love. And then somebody would be like, oh, I thought this was beer chugs, not piss water chugs. I'm like, oh, eat a, eat a dick. Yeah. I was about to stretch my thumbs out and get to going. But no, I was like, nah, okay, nah, nah. <laughs> like, like, the drunker I get on them Sundays, like, I'll start, like, talking more shit or, like, getting at people that, like, talk shit to I me on you. there. Like, I don't even, I, like, I don't even give a shit. I seen you, I seen you. like. I got like almost 900 likes on that fucking last video on Sunday, and it was like 400 comments. Just doing <laughs> doing what you usually do, yeah. Doing what you usually do. Deadass, though. Oh, go ahead, go what's ahead. What's up? Oh, no, yeah. And then, bro, like, this, I put that shit on TikTok, and like I said, I don't watch any videos on that shit. Yeah. And, like, you're lucky if I even follow you on there, because, like, I ain't going to watch your shit. Right. Just being honest, I just <laughs> yeah, post I'm not, on there. I'm not going to watch your shit. There, uh, I'll look follow at him. you, though. I'll With- give you the follow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, bro. My shit's almost. I almost got ten thousand views on that motherfucker. <laughs> Dog, see, a regular Sunday. And I had like I had like ten followers last week, and now I'm up to a hundred. <laughs> what? Look at you. Listen, we 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 might have to chat behind the scenes about how you can leverage this because you you've got a brand, homie. Man, you, you have a brand, so. There's only yeah, like yeah. there's only like one other dude on that on that quarantine chugs like group that like have you seen that other dude with that huge ass beard that chugs like six beers in like thirty seconds? No, I, I have not. I've watched nobody's content but yours. <laughs> and I will say there is only like one other dude on there that like throws down. But I think that like straight up, I think he just does that and he's like done for the night. Ah, uh, okay. Like, this is all day deal for me on Sunday. <laughs> I'm about to send you a case of fucking water. Um, so I got, I got, no, I got that zero water, bro. I'm good. I got jugs. You get... <laughs> That's what's up, man. I was gonna say, man, because I seen you getting at some of these dudes. Don't, don't let let them have it, man. Get, yeah, give, them, give them, give them a like, and be like, yo, here's your like, and then. Whatever, man. Normally, like, I'll just, like, at first, I'll just post, like, a LOL in all caps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because the thought is, like, I don't I don't know what it is about people, man, and their need for attention and, and, and negative attention. So, yeah. like, don't let nobody catch no shine off of you like that, man. Nah. You got to trip on it. You know what I'm saying? They want that rise to be able to say, oh, I got this guy off his step, like... The, the the bigger the name in any area, there's somebody trying to leech off that in a negative way. So, I mean, here, take your like, if that, and, uh, you know, watch me, watch me do mine, so. I've actually got one of my buddies, he, uh, I've got to send him a shotgun video for his girlfriend because her birthday's coming up and he wants to surprise her with it. <laughs> he wants to surprise his girlfriend with a shotgun video from you. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, yeah, we got a chat. <laughs> Yo. Like, I'm doing I'm doing parties, bar mitzvahs, 
Baby oh, shower. Funerals. What's I'm up? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Bruh, listen. I'm about to bring you to a couple weddings, Duke. Hey, hey, we will hey. uh, make this well, shit hey, shake. I, I fucked it up at Richie's wedding. Did I tell you what he wanted me to do? No. Man, see, like, I had no idea what he wanted me to do. He was just like, there's a tall boy Budweiser. You'll know when to do it. You'll know thinking, when. And this was like two days before the wedding. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, like, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I feel like you, shoo, you, you sure knew when to do it. Go ahead. Man, I was supposed to bring it with me to the wedding. Oh, shit. You didn't bring it? No, I had no idea. Like, what was I going to do? Hold on to this thing for like four hours? <laughs> warm, yeah. ass, warm ass beer. What I was supposed to do is whenever they're walking out after the wedding, like at the reception or whatever, I was supposed to shotgun that motherfucker because they walked out to the Stone Cold Steve Austin song. Oh, yeah, song. yeah. It, it had to be that song. Like, I knew yeah. that's what it was, yeah. Hear that glass. And like, I was talking to his brother, and he was like, "Oh, it's, it's so good, it's so good, it's gonna be tight." And yeah. then I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! It won't be no Stone Cold Steve Austin at my wedding, but um, you can shotgun whatever you like, player. I don't know if that'll ever be played at anybody else's wedding. Like that, like I, didn't, I that was the last song I thought of that was gonna be played. <laughs> you know what? I I thought of a wedding I went to about a year and a half ago. You know the one. Where like homies was getting Stone Cold Stunner during the grand introduction, so I can see it. I can see it. I can see. Uh, it. I hope I see it again. I, man, as many weddings as I go to, I could see it. <laughs> I can see it coming. I'll press play on that shit, and yeah. So, but yeah, man, I I get a. Uh, and and I think I've said this to you before, but I, I don't care. I'll say it again to the internet. I get rather protective over you, dog. <laughs> I do, man. Not that I, not that you necessarily need it, but you know, I just do. So, hey, man. Um, I mean, you've seen some of the comments. We have to mm-hmm. protect this at all costs. <laughs> yeah, facts, man. That's super facts, man. So, that ass. So. But yeah, you you got it, player. You 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 the man out here, my guy. Thanks, man. It's kind of cool. It's it's cool. <laughs> well, I imagine it has to be really cool to like be liked and loved and thought of and cared for for doing just shit that you do anyway. Like for just yeah. being yourself. Like, where... this is, I mean, like you've seen some of my comments on there. It's like I'm just a regular dude. Yeah, with like, cold beer. You know what I'm saying? To where, like, you look at other corners of the internet, whether it's, you know, true, true celebrities or just cuties on the internet. Like, a lot of people got to go out of their out of they realm, out of their corner, out of their box to do a little too much for a fraction of anything. And that shit can't be, that can, it can't feel that fulfilling. Like, it can't feel. No, it's got to make you feel more weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's the best word for it. It's got to feel just you wake weird. Up the next day and like, you just kind of feel, you feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Whereas like, you've, you've been sending me and everyone in your Snapchat, you send us video, you send, <laughs> I used to hate this shit. Cause you send it, you send, you put it on your story and then you send it to literally every single person in your hey, friend man. list. 
my my profile on Snapchat's public, so I mean, yeah. I've got some people that like I'm not friends with that are friends with me. That's checking you out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've been just doing this for years, so before yeah. there was any of this. So I mean, it has to feel good to just like it wasn't something you were going out of your way to do. You know what I mean? So. Like, when I first started doing that shit, you know how many people would hit me up on Snapchat? I was like, you know you don't have to post your story. You don't have to send it to everybody. I was one so of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You weren't alone. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of them. So, shit. So, I'm still going to send it. Hey. <laughs> still going to send it. As advertised. <laughs> Fucking right, man. Nah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Don't let nobody don't let nobody dim your light, player. That is, that is your light. You pay them bills. So... That is I mean, some of them are like, I haven't got paid in a couple of weeks, but I've been paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About $37. <laughs> I might have you, uh, we'll talk about, I might have to have you do the ad read for, uh, for the, the sponsors and shit. But anyway, you know what, man? I think it's a good time to transition, man. I um, want to thank y'all for pressing play. On episode 67 of the Hard Camera, THC, LXVII, and I am your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Blake and Murphy. Big Ren, let me know how to reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter. Instagram and TikTok. A <laughs> my fucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Then you can also find uh, find me on Snapchat at Moffed Up three sixteen M A A F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. Hit me. Check me. See me on Twitter and the Instant Grams. At Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve where there are things and whatnot and here to forth. And of course, man, check both of us out on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who'd have thunk it? But above all else, you're listening to us on Spotify right now. Tell everybody you know. Tell everybody you like. Tell a couple people you don't like. The world will get back around, and you will help us pay our bills. Fucking please. Broke. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. Big Ren, it is the first pay-per-view of the new season, let's call it, of uh, WWE year. First, uh, first pay-per-view of our year. We have re- uh, recalibrated, reconfigured, reset. The numbers, we are at a clean slate, zero for zero. It's tied. And a uh, new 12 months of, 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 of things and predictions. First up, we have the upcoming WWE Money in the Bank 2020. Coming to you live from, well, kind of live from both the Performance Center and WWE Headquarters. What you think about this show, man? Um, just your overall thoughts. How how you feel about it? I haven't even thought about it. Man. 
Sing it. Sing it out loud. <laughs> I have your thought about this shit, man. Today's actually the first day I actually looked up the card. Mm-hmm. And when I seen it, I said, wow. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you think it has anything to do with the lack of fans? Or what do you think it has to do with? Uh, I mean, they're, they haven't stopped rolling. You this know, is true. Going. Um, it's, it's, I, dude, it's been tough for me to watch. Yeah. Lately. Like, even, yeah. like, even NXT has been tough for me to watch lately. I feel you. And, and I hate it. I hate it, because I love NXT. Yeah. Yeah. But Raw has been extremely tough to watch. Um, <clears throat> and, I mean... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it it could it could be good. I mean, I mean, I know how I was feeling rolling into WrestleMania weekend. A little apathy. And, <laughs> yeah, and then once the weekend actually got here, I was like, okay, all right, yeah. it's WrestleMania weekend, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this: uh, you bring up you bring up an interesting point. I want to kind of dig into. Like you said, it was harder to watch Raw, harder to watch um, NXT. Has it been harder to watch AEW? No, I mean no. just a smidge. Yeah, just a smidge harder. Mm-hmm. Now, but no, I, I don't think so. I think I know why that might be, but tell tell me why you think that might be. They, I, dude, it's it's a. The, I think it's the tiniest factor. They've got they've got other wrestlers in the crowd that are fucking getting like they're causing a ruckus. One hundred and ten percent. I wish I had more percents. I think that's why, exactly why what it WWE is. Why can't WWE do that? Because if they do it now, they just jocking. They just jocking. So, props AEW for fucking getting it first. Yeah. And it seems like the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Like, especially, I mean, and we didn't even touch on it last show. I mean, WWE cut so many employees. And they still got a huge roster of people they're not using. They could have thrown him in a crowd to kind of build it up, but then again, maybe they're just above it. Maybe that gives off a certain presentation that they don't want to that they don't want to give. But AEW got it right with just putting just putting their own wrestlers in the crowd to like <laughs> they've got good guys on one side and bad guys on the other. Yeah, like, fundamentals, fundamentals. Just putting their people out there, and it's still the same show as advertised. <laughs> and like, and, and even with. Even with only like the maybe ten people, ten to fifteen people they have out there in the crowd, yeah, I think it helps a whole lot more with 100%. what's going on in the ring, yeah. Because like, it just seems butt naked on the other on the other side of the field. You it does. Know, it does. WWE shit, and it makes it like if there's a if there's a fuck up in the ring, it seems like it's more noticeable. I feel for me I feel. at least. I think with uh, this art form is the art form where fans matter the most. Okay. Like, like it's it's cool to have you know that backdrop you know with the NBA, the NFL, MLB, whoever. But while they can create a sense of like you know momentum shifts and whatnot, like the reaction of the fans during an entire wrestling show, like what's all about. Yeah, we talked about it before, you know, when we did like our top five of, uh, you know, matches you would show somebody. And one of those criteria was fan reaction. Yeah. Like that 
is that is part of the match. <laughs> you know what I mean? How fans respond because that comes across on television and it just creates more drama there. So because like even the announcers they'll even talk about like when, when there was fans the announcers would even talk about how jacked up the fans are and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And that's something that's something the commentators yeah. can't talk about now on in in WWE. It's part of the story. They don't have them. Yeah. Part of the story. So, I mean, I can respect the different ways they're trying to go about the creativity, but the thing is, and we we keep talking about it. We've been talking about it for years now that, like, the WWE way of telling a story has changed. There's a lot less of an emotional connection to anybody or anything. So That, that video you tagged, or that video that I got was tagged in the other day on WrestleBots, that yeah. wasted fan Sunday. I mean, that wasted fan Wednesday. Yeah, where that dude tried to throw a shot at Triple yeah. H. <laughs> and old man Strange Earl Hebner <laughs> came and jerked Duke twice. Hit him with the double clutch. See, like, see they can still do that in AEW, but they yeah. can't do that in WWE. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when we already talk about like the holes in the storytelling and the in the holes and the emotional um, the emotional grip of it all, and then you take away fan reaction. What is there really to watch? A couple dudes being bros. Yeah. (laughs) A couple girls being chicks. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, especially, I mean, hell, I've been said I haven't haven't found Raw to be must-see television in years, let alone, you know, like when I was trying to keep up with it weekly up into Hell in a Cell. I think that... That's such a turning point for me as far as watching weekly. I'll catch bits and pieces, but, I mean, this past Monday, what was I doing? I was watching The Last Dance. See, I haven't watched any of that. I need to to watch. I've been meaning to. It's on the ESPN app. So, I I watch it the next day. So, I was watching episode five and six of The Last Dance when Raw was on. And it clicked clicked me. I was like, oh, Raw's on. But I was like, so? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So yeah, I'll, I'll be, I record it every week, mm-hmm. and I'll start it two hours late. Yeah, I'll start at nine o'clock instead of seven. Yeah, so I can kind of I'll fast forward through most of it. Yeah, and if there's something that like oh my god, I'll fucking rewind it. But yeah, I'm not gonna. It's been the same show for a month now at least. Dude, well, you can you can argue it's been the same show for about five, be, be, five with, years. With, that, with, all, with the no fans and everything. Yeah, right. It's been the same exact performers every fucking week and it's just yeah. like, what? And long, long matches. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that because the 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 part the the pop of a long match Needs that's yeah. what makes it justifiable to make a long match. So I mean, if you don't have the true drama in there, like what are you, what are you really doing? Yeah, I mean they brought back AJ Styles this week, but like, so what? It's like a thirty-five minute gauntlet match, right? Yeah. So even Stupid. with the we inter- even with the interchangeable pieces, it's like. And gauntlet matches are like tough to watch, anyways. Sometimes right. with the crowd. Yeah. And so, especially when they use like the like the idea of like the Iron Man or the underdog who's lasting this long in the gauntlet match, you don't get the same emotional attachment when you're watching it from a soundstage. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. I yeah, 
And of course, we've been seeing you know the, the record lows of you know the the record lows. Like it's it's like every week it's a new record low for viewership. And this week was pretty bad. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think it's so much just, especially with everybody home. That's what's so crazy. Yeah. So like on and one they, hand, they, they say they want to keep feeding us entertainment, Bruh. Well, bruh. <laughs> well, where's where's the entertainment part that you're feeding us? It's like on one hand. Everybody's home, so you know they got more options with their internet, right? Like you can do more, but see that doesn't make sense though, because I watch Sopranos. <laughs> well, and well, the idea is like if less people were home and they're watching it more, then with more people home, you should be able to watch more of it. But like I was gonna think, I was thinking of a maybe you know maybe they're just you know going with the stream and going with whatever, going with whatever, whatever. But more people are home and less people are watching. So mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like it's it's not a matter of people just being just just tired of it all. Well, no, that's exactly what it is. I'm 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 talking that's in exactly I'm talking in circles. I don't even know what I'm saying. Say what? That's no, that's exactly what it is. That's people exactly what it is. It. They'll tune in for maybe the first hour and be like, "Fuck, what am I doing?" <laughs> yeah, so it kind of makes me wonder like what they're watching for what they're looking for um clearly that 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 sixth man not, of of the fanship is is a, is a thing they're not they're not finding what they're looking for no no <laughs> not at all so uh what a time but they're essential they ain't going nowhere and that's kind of the uh, that's <laughs> that's kind of the like the sad part of it all not that they need competition but like the threat of going somewhere, they don't have that threat. So it's like, hey, I know I lost at WrestleMania in a really highly advertised match, but if I come out and say, hey, I want a title shot, we've got a new story, and it's it's been that forever. So yeah, it's 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 pretty unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. But I mean, I, yeah. I know, I know you heard about or read about the stories of Vince McMahon being very un, unapproachable lately. It's a different era. It's a different era. You know, back in the day, you would hear about. Well, you wouldn't hear about it back in the day, but you hear about how back in the day, like you had to go to Vince. Yeah. For one, you had to go to Vince, and two, you were able to go to Vince. Now people are like going out of the building, don't sit in the car for twenty, thirty minutes. To uh, to avoid him on one hand, and then on the other hand, if you have a story idea, you got to go through different layers of defense to even get that story to Vince. And then, and then, how how much will that story be changed by the time it actually gets to Vince? All those filters, all yeah. of those filters. So I think it's, I want to say it's the evolution of the business, and it is kind of that in the sense that there are all these lines of defense, but also there's clearly a certain disconnect between how, how much older Vince has gotten versus do you think he respects the young minds of today? I, I don't think he does. There's got to be that. There's, there's, to me, there's got to be that certain that air of like not respecting their thoughts or all these young whippersnappers with the flippy doos. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, they grew up on your product. They are fans yeah, of this. You, you've kind of taught them. Yeah. You've kind of yeah. 
professor of this. <laughs> you kind of been teacher. a professor of this. And when it was at its quote unquote best, and when I say best, I should say more popular. When it was at its most popular was when your team could come to the head coach and help draw up plays. So <laughs> it's just it's just funny to me. It's it's like it's like you lose a it's like you're on it's like you're the quarterback of the high school football team and you lose and, <laughs> and you're the last person back in the locker room and you see your coach sitting there like drinking like a pint of vodka or something. <laughs> like, I want to talk to him, but I can't because can't. he's gonna yell at me. You got that line of defense. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. Straight up. So we have got six matches announced. Uh, for for money this in the bank. Be the smallest card we've ever had so far. <laughs> Quarantine Jones, that'll do it to you, man. I imagine we'll get maybe one more at least, but it hasn't been announced yet. Um, that match probably being the the the, the Minnesota Oakland Viking War Raiders, um, versus the Street Profits, and even that's all that was. I mean, yeah, they've got a history of you know matches, but like this chapter was just oh. They beat the Street Profits. Give them a match. So so stupid. The way they've been doing that shit lately, especially with tag teams over there, has just been so fucking stupid. It's been rough, man. It's been rough. So speaking of tag teams, I definitely I might do this. To, I might do this once we get done recording. It might might be a little too late, but I definitely want to hear. I have to check in and uh, check out um, Chris Jericho's Talk Is Jericho podcast with uh, with the Revolt. Um, oh no shit that is that has been released so i definitely uh yeah definitely gonna be checking that one out asap surely asap surely speaking of chris jericho i think i seen he was trying to like sign some trademarks the other day yeah one was yeah. for like a kiss cover band right <laughs> yeah 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 that. hey i know he's a heavy heavy yeah kiss guy you know I respect he, it. I mean, he's in that band Fozzy. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah. What's his band, I guess? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and that's been, hell, that's been close to 20 years that they've been doing that. So, yeah. my man, you know what I mean? Get you get you a man who could do both, they say. So. <laughs> let champion. Let champion. Well, well, yeah, still. <laughs> I like how he's, like, carried that moniker even though he's not the champion. He's not the champion. He's Le Champion. Like, no he's matter fucking, what happens, he's still Le Champion. He's fucking great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man. This new era of Jericho, like, we talk about reinvention, but damn, like, he may not look the same. He may not be able to move the same way, but the character work, man, is strong. I think he just recently said, like, the days of the white up jacket, those are done. As they should be. Yeah. As they should be. This is a whole new, no, this is a whole new time, whole new era. And it's, t- it's cool that like he knows how to actually do it, yeah, and keep doing it. There and was a was- there was there was a there was a brief moment where he kind of felt like he was doing a even with the new era, he'd been kind of re- he did a couple redos of things in the WWE, like the thing he did with MJF. Um, yeah, he did that with Kevin Owens, and he had like little, what was it the champion, the list of the champion or whatever it was. But yeah, overall, like you can't be mad, man. This is a whole new generation of fans. You know, seeing Chris Jericho, they've got different iterations of Jericho to look back on. So I think one, I think time will be really kind to uh, Chris Jericho, um, even if WWE doesn't all the way fully tell the story. So can't be mad. 
I love that he's the narrator of the Dark Side of the Ring season two. I like two. that too. Yeah, I like that too. I got to catch up on that, man. I, I I wasn't too too familiar with Herb Abrams. Um, I'd heard the name, but I wasn't too familiar like that. But I don't know who he was. When I saw the trailer and they said I walked in the room and he was covered in Vaseline and cocaine, I said, "Oh, <laughs> oh!" I watched it on my lunch break today. You watched it. And- it's it's something, man. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> yeah, were were Vaseline and cocaine like together? Like how do you <laughs> together? He, he had to be high as fuck, <laughs> Bruh, That's crazy. I don't even know. That's a life. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't fathom. know about all that. You know, yeah, no parts. I want no parts. Holy shit, man. Let's get into the first match, man, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. It's a fatal four-way tag team match. Champions of the New Day taking on the Forgotten Sons, Lucha House Party, Miz, and Morrison. Now, we've seen that, uh, or rather, of course, we we saw the news. I believe uh, Jimmy Uso is out six to nine months with the knee injury that he suffered at WrestleMania, which means Jey Uso is out six to nine months. Because they're twins, and what else are they gonna do? Um, I, I would have to imagine the Usos would have been in this position instead of Lucha House Party, but uh, alas, here we are. I actually think the I think Lucha House Party would have been regardless. Forgotten Sons got brought up just because of that shit. I think. You think you think the Forgotten Sons would have been taken out of there? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, they weren't doing anything on NXT anyway, so yeah, they could have fit so- in any slot. Yeah, but like, so why bring up to the main roster? <laughs> yeah, true, true. I want to work past saying just a little caveat, not a caveat, but a little tangent. I kind of, I want to work past saying like main roster, and I, I'm guilty of that too. Gotcha. But you know, NXT is a brand, and it's and it's it their is. it's their best I brand. Mean, <laughs> I think it's more main, at least in my household. It's their it's their best brand. <laughs> Shit. But uh, yeah, how you see this going, man? Talk me through it. Uh, I see the new day retaining. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, certain reason? You just uh, just feeling it. Just feeling it. I mean, yeah. like I said, I haven't, I haven't watched really like any SmackDown, so I mean, it True. just hasn't been. I just haven't been feeling it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hear you. I got it narrowed down to either New Day or Forgotten Sons. I feel like Miz and Morrison are there for their contractually obligated non-rematch rematch. Um, Lucha House Party is there to fly around and be colorful um, and do Lucha things. Uh, Forgotten Sons, though, being new and having some kind of impact, trying to make some kind of impact, I could see them. The thing with, like, these kind of moments, like, if if you're trying to get your first reign, typically... For the most part, you typically win it on a one-on-one match. Yeah. Right? Especially if you're a babyface. However, if you're a heel, you can kind of get it through nefarious means either way. But I'm going to go with the New Day as well. And I was It was either New Day or, or Forgotten Sons for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see, I could see Forgotten Sons kind of sliding into like a proper one-on-one feud with the New Day. Um, I, clearly, I, those dynamics are interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> yeah. So, that could be... It, it could be interesting. You know, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm going to go with the New Day retaining. 
Um, maybe, I know, maybe that's how they get viewers back. Make it <laughs> spicy like that. Spice it up like this. I uh, I know Xavier Woods is, is uh, running now, so he's you know getting closer and closer to healing up. It's been a while, man. It has been a while, man. It has been a, a long while. So, but yeah, we we on the way. I mean, we talked about how it's all felt stale. It feels like this is just like feels like this is an off season. Like if there was ever an off season in wrestling, this feels like an off season. Like they're still running exhibition matches, but like. This whole thing has just been a blur. Money in the Bank used to be in like June, right? It's it's always flipped, either June or July. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's in May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, actually, like, I think it's kind of tight, though. Really? What do you say? I mean, we've got we've got the Showcase of the Immortals WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then the following pay per views: Money in the Bank. Whoever wins that fucking contract. Yeah, can come and try to take that shit right after you fucking just won it I or feel, retain it. I feel like I feel like I kind of liked the buffer in between. Like I remember Backlash. Backlash was a perfect pay per view name for me because it had a couple. Yeah. It had a couple, you know, rematches from WrestleMania or like feuds that stemmed off of it. And it was Backlash. Like the name just made sense. But no matter what the name was, I kind of liked the buffer pay per view in between WrestleMania. Then Money in the Bank, and then whatever buffer pay per view between Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. I kind of felt like I liked the separation, but hell, 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 hell. We're we're in crazy times now, Bubba. Bubba, yeah, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> Speaking of crazy times, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we've got Bailey defending the title against Tamina. You go first on this one. Well, you know, I got to at least respect the fact that they're trying to give Tamina some kind of personality outside of silent Samoan who's cousins with the Usos and Roman Reigns and Nia Jax and The Rock and Yokozuna and Rikishi and every Samoan except Samoa Joe, right? And so they, I saw like 30 seconds of like when she went to therapy to try to cure her of being like mean. And like, I can like respect it, but. What's she got to be mean about? What do you be mean for? You just suck. Because that's probably why. Cause it, it, she's. What's simply, nobody else's fault? <laughs> she, <laughs> she's simply known as the cousin of the Usos and Roman Reigns and Rikishi and the head shrinkers. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I'd be cool being cousins with them. You know, I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) My man renounced all his cousins. I kept telling him to get his cousins. (laughs) Out here, your your second cousin twice removed, out here stinging himself with killer killer hornets. I definitely don't know that fucking dude. (laughs) Get your cousins. Uh uh-uh, uh, not mine. Crazy, <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, man, I I can respect that they're trying to give her some kind of personality in this build. But as we all know, this shit is just gonna be forgotten come next month. Should be back to doing nothing. So, um, and hell, that speaks to again. We didn't even touch on you know the release of all these superstars. That speaks to how they were just hoarding talent. Throughout all this time, all they were doing was hoarding talent so other companies couldn't have them. And so they released them during a fucking pandemic when nobody's hiring. 
Like what a oh, what, that's, I, what a what a fuck boy move, man. But three fourths of those motherfuckers that got released, and I don't mean to call them you ain't y'all ain't motherfuckers, but I feel y'all you. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Three fourths of y'all. I hope y'all don't go back whenever this shit gets back steady. I hope y'all go somewhere else and get the fucking get the shine y'all deserve. Or that deserved a whole lot more shine. And the thing he's is swift. he's got kids. He boy got kids. <laughs> you know what the thing is though? It seems like the vast majority of the people released are like happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> they was cool with Chains it. Chains have been released. Like they, they was ready to go. That's which is which is crazy to me. Which is so crazy to me. Like the number one brand in your profession, and you like fuck this shit. Like please let me go. This is a breath of fresh air. I'm so, waiting to see what Big Rusev does. I, yeah, I definitely want to see what Big Rusev does. Um, I was surprised about Leo Rush. I was surprised. He said he might not wrestle ever again. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was going. He said he legitimately, legitimately might not ever wrestle again, which, listen, man, I was very happy to see him come back. I really liked his mic work. I like what he did in the ring. I've, I've, I've caught, you know, certain portions of his career before he got to WWE. Um, but, I mean, if he's happy making music and he's happy in his space, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that see, at all. See, I was just about to say I hope that tweet doesn't age well. <laughs> I feel you. I, yeah. I wouldn't mind to see him back in the ring. I wouldn't. I, listen, I wouldn't I mind either. Him, when I first seen him, he was uh, Bobby Lashley's manager. Yeah, I couldn't stand the motherfucker. Right, I remember it. But the it's one I seen him in the ring. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's got some. Listen, he's he's been in the ring with everybody, with everybody from from Ring of Honor to CZW to he was he had a great match with um, Shane Strickland, who is now you know Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, Machine Strickland, Adam Cole. Put, Say what? Put him in AEW against Marco Stunt. <laughs> That'd listen, be fire. Listen, Leo Rush in the ring with Pack. Oh, fire. Bruh, Pack, Orange Cassidy, MJF. Listen, man, Yo. don't get me started. Don't get me started. Damn. Darby I'm, Allen. I'm- Wondering how many people AEWs that have actually reached out to, yeah, and like not signed anything, but like, hey, once things start to so get rolling again, yeah, what is don't 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 sign anything until we talk to you first, right? But see, you know what? They've got to be careful too, though, because for one, they've got a they've got a big roster filled with names that they still have to build up. And on top of that, you can't just be known as the company who signs all the old WWE talent, right? Yeah. Like we saw it, it it didn't work with WCW, it didn't work with TNA. Like they signed Kurt Angle <laughs> and they still, you know, couldn't grow a name. They signed Sting, they signed Christian, Booker T, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner. I th- I think well, I mean, they were just teachers to us though. Yeah. No. I mean like I mean like the the like that was just that was just like going to online classes. Hopefully everybody's paying attention back then. Put them them tools to use. There was University of Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <no> shit. <laughs> You're not doing nothing with your life anyway. You're sitting on the couch. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you remember when Black Jesus did that fucking commercial, like before he's Black Jesus? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> 
Dog, that reminds me. That reminds me. I saw a video last week of <laughs> this white family going to a black barbecue. Ooh. And one of the dudes at the barbecue was the dude who plays Black Jesus. Oh, you got to send me that one. Lamar Davis. I got to send it to you. It is, listen, anybody listening right now, it's it's so fire. It's so dope. <laughs> it's so dope. So ch- check that out, man. Um, but yeah, you know what? Of all the talent they released, man, as far as AEW bound goes, I would, I mean, this is just me, personal preference. The, the, the revolt, which I, which looks like they already got that, they already got that lined up. So, I mean, the revolt, Rusev, whatever his new name is going to be, Leo Rush, I mean, bolster that TNT division, the TNT title division. Um, I mean, they, they, there's so much promise there. And I'm I'm just excited for it. But yeah, that that's four names. They don't gotta sign it. Listen, man, ain't nobody I never saw the I never saw why people like Zack Ryder. Woo woo woo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> I never saw the Zack the Zack Ryder hype, the Kurt Hawkins hype. Um I can't even remember anyone else that they've released. They kept Bo Dallas. What? Is that yeah. just because it's Bray's broker? I don't know. I have no clue. No clue. But there's been documented history of people <laughs> who Vince forgot was on the roster. And then once oh, yeah. they made themselves known, it was like, yeah, get him, get him off the roster. <laughs> so, I mean. AEW, I mean, even during this quarantine shit, fucking each show, we've, we might have seen one person from the previous show on there, two people from the previous show on the next episode. They've had a certain, like a certain consistency, but yeah, they still find a way. Yeah. There's there's new superstars, there's new wrestlers on ever. Not that they're new, but like we don't see the same people every fucking week. Yeah, and it's refreshing. They found a way. They found a way. So even when Chris Jericho was just doing color commentary with Tony Schiavone, Skiavone, love it. Yeah, yeah, love it. Tony Skiavone, yeah, man. So long story short, Bailey's gonna beat Tamina. <laughs> yes. I was wondering when we were actually going to get back to it. <laughs> Long story short, the story is Sasha Banks and Bailey, and Bailey's going to retain via nefarious means. Um, this tells y'all how much we actually give a fuck about this pay-per-view. <laughs> I mean, we listen, man. We just playing spades. I got uh, I got two yeah. in a possible. I'm trying to make one. I'm trying to make one of these walk. You know what I'm saying? Hear that? You might end up setting me. Um, so <laughs> you taking Bailey as well? Correct. Yeah, man. Um, you know, Sasha and Bailey is is the feud, right? I think yeah, we see face. Title. I think we see face Sasha Banks. I think that's been another thing with you know the storytelling. I think it's a little too soon for face Sasha Banks. It's been less than a year. Since she returned as a heel. But I mean, if the story is there, tell it. This is a feud that needs to happen in front of fans. Sasha and Bailey. So I mean they already have never released a schedule and there is a there's a house show down here in like July, I think. Yeah. I feel you. So. I feel you. Listen, SummerSlam is in August, so I mean we got three months. So yeah. like the selfish person in me. Along for just like the hopes of like humanity and shit, hoping the shit dies down and we do what we gotta do. Um, that match has to happen in front of fans, Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. 
and it has to happen in front of smart fans. Why you can't take this shit to Omaha? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This shit got to happen in Boston. So I'm with that, man. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, what's up next, man? Let's go with the WWE Championship. We've got Drew McIntyre taking on Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> any other thoughts? <laughs> you got any thoughts? <laughs> um, no. I'm well, yeah, but no, not really. Um, I mean, this is the first defense for Drew McIntyre in the new era of Raw. Um, you know what? I, like, kind of annoyed me. I think maybe like is is AOP was still is are they still with Seth Rollins? They're one of them is injured. So I mean, is the other one still there? <laughs> oh shit! If it's a tag team. And they're like foreign and look alike. If one's hurt, the other's hurt. Like you know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. That's unfair because one of one of the revival was hurt. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Dawson. Dawson was hurt, and so they took the whole team off TV. And they're what clearly not foreign. So if it's, it's a tag team, like it with it's just like what they did with the the ladder match at WrestleMania for the tag team titles. Yeah, have one member of each tag team. Yeah, true. I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, one of AOP is injured, so they're they're both off TV. Um, my thought is this: so I mean, we got Buddy Murphy left, who keeps getting kicked in his motherfucking face. Keeps getting kicked in the motherfucking face. Kicked him in the face. Does he eventually give up on Seth Rollins, and we transition to a Seth Rollins Buddy Murphy feud? I could totally fuck with that. In our imaginations, right? That'd be fire. I yeah. mean, something is he done with Kevin Owens? Well, Kevin Owens won at WrestleMania, blowing that off. But also, Kevin Owens hurt his knee or maybe ah. his ankle. It wasn't anything yeah. serious. Uh, wasn't anything yeah. serious. He won't. He'll be out for a few weeks. I think it was his ankle. Um. So I mean, reports say he'll be out just for a few weeks. But yeah, that's dead. I mean, that hell, that storyline was going since November. True, true. So, Buddy Murphy can go on the mic though, too. Man, I think his his coming out parties, man. I mean, he he had a great series with Aleister Black, which led to him, you know, lining up with with Seth Rollins. Um, great match with Roman Reigns. Great match with Daniel Bryan. So the fucking talent is clearly there, even though yeah. he had those two matches by accident because of that really shitty uh, Rowan storyline. Um, but Clearly, the talent is there, and clearly, the talent is there with Seth Rollins. I mean, that's Seth Rollins. So, I think our imaginations have high hopes for that potential. Our imaginations are bigger than our stomachs, or some shit like that. Bruh, our imaginations got big eyes out this motherfucker, man. <laughs> big ass eyes out this motherfucker, man. We ain't seeing nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Holy shit. So that could be an interesting feud on paper, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. If that, you know, if if just you know, something that could happen for 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 Buddy Murphy. Um, but yeah, Drew McIntyre is definitely taking this one. Um, his first feud, you know, as, as the actual champion. That's what I was gonna say. Um, what annoyed me is that there was a recent interview with Vince McMahon where they were asking about the recent decline in Raw ratings, mm. and 
if you've seen it, you kind of know where I'm going already. It's a common theme we've talked about for two years as well. I feel like we retread a lot because we're addicts and the definition of yeah. insanity is doing the same, same thing, thing over and over again. Yeah. Hoping for another result. But Vince McMahon said that the decline in ratings is because of a lack of Brock Lesnar. Man. And then, on top of that, said that they have a new WWE champion, but didn't even mention the boy's name. The the big, the big word there was but. Bruh. That's fucked up. Bruh. So Brock, oh, dude, fucking fuck off. Didn't even mention the boy's name of this leader of a new era. And Steph- contributed all of their success to someone who is around every few weeks. We don't know when he'll be back next. And contributed to basically, without saying it, we don't have new stars. I mean, who won last year's Money in the Bank? Motherfucker that wasn't even in the goddamn match. Bruh. Bruh. Which at the time I found really really creative. When it we get was. these, when like, we when we get to these money in the bank, when we get these money in the bank matches, I'm gonna shit all over it as I've okay, been. I, but I did find <laughs> it creative. But again, going back to the idea, it's it's the promotion of the WWE brand itself versus making any new stars. John Cena is gonna be their last true star. Yeah, probably gonna be their last true star. Anybody else? That gets over, especially if you get over on your own. Like, I'll be, I'll be honest, man. I've been uh, so a couple of nights ago, I got fascinated. And I just thought about CM Punk. Pause. And so I was gonna watch CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar from SummerSlam 2013, a really underrated match to me, um, for for a few reasons. But I decided. To start before that. So after WrestleMania that year, after CM Punk lost to Undertaker, he took a month off and came back to face Chris Jericho. Um, he actually came back in his hometown of Chicago. They had a great match. And then the next month was CM Punk in the All-Star Money in the Bank match with Christian, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, uh, Rob Van Dam, and Sheamus. Really fun match. Fire. Um, and then, you know, after Paul Heyman, and by the way, Paul Heyman cracked that boy in the face with a ladder. <laughs> cracked him in the face with a ladder. And he bled hard way. Cracked him in the face. And then that built into the CM Punk Brock Lesnar match. And I just started thinking about my place as a fan in professional wrestling. And I didn't necessarily wonder if I'm getting too old for this shit because there's so much great stuff out here. But I'm I'm clearly, clearly fi- fighting with my fandom with the quality of WWE. I don't blame you. Raw and SmackDown specifically. Because um, I, I sat and I realized, yo... That was seven whole ass years ago. It's a long time ago. Seven whole ass years, not quarter ass years. Whole. Whole ass years. Thinking about where it is now. So I kind of, you know, found myself just, you know, fighting with my fandom a little bit. And and 
I, w- I always want to avoid being like the old nigga in the club talking about back in my day. Because a lot of it just stems from the idea of like nostalgia and how people don't like to make room for the new guys. Um, I look at this new era. Listen, I fuck with the street profits heavy. I love the talents. Right? I love yeah, the performers. I mean, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. If, if you're good, you're good. And but I hate that. what the performers are being told to do. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I find myself fighting with, with my fandom a lot lately with uh, if I'm even a fan. If, if Am I even a fan anymore? Or do I do this out of obligation? Do I do this because drugs? Which is, I don't think you do it because of drugs. Well, because it's a because you know what I mean. Because it's a drug, and we're just so conditioned to it. And that's really sad, right? I mean, I think we still have a little bit of love for it. Well, clearly, yeah, clearly, right, right. But is it the and, kind? And, of, and maybe we enjoy. Uh, I think maybe we enjoy both of us talking shit about this <laughs> but that's that's sad too though right <laughs> i mean i don't think like yeah i think it's a tad bit sad but i think it's more funny than sad i feel you, so, I, feel like, you. I feel you and i don't want to of course you know you never want to just be on the microphone being like the negative nancy dude like the dudes like, in my comments <laughs> yeah right right but damn like is it too late like you know what we're we're ten times cooler than that. I'm yeah. Well, what? I'm, yes, yes, yes. Let's <laughs> let's get it clear. Absolutely. But also, we're does, smart. With does it. does there come a time when it feels or becomes foolish to hold out hope for something better? I think we've been doing that for a while. <laughs> And then, yeah, yeah. But you know what? To dig in even a little deeper, because clearly we have a love for AEW and NXT. Now, I don't watch too much New Japan, Impact, ROH, all of the other options, right? Is it too late to hold out hope for something better for the leader in this business? No. You You don't think it's too late? It's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late to change it up. I mean, it's never too late for them to change it up. I mean, I'm not going to be fucking waiting. I feel you. But, like, like, if I see something that I... If I see something on the internet that I missed, that I've got recorded, like, oh, fuck, okay, I'll go back and watch that, and it might... Yes, finally, you know? And, you know, the thing is, too, we we clearly see a pattern, or at least the, the evolution, right? We see where it's been to where it's going. Do and we also see the rumors of Vince thinking about selling to ESPN. Yeah, uh, Triple H just sold like a million dollars worth of stock today. Yeah, which can be kind of startling. Yeah. So the thing is, this business is already such a niche business, and it's not that I'm necessarily concerned about what anybody thinks of my interests, right? I can talk to a friend. We did a in the last Q and A. Salute to y'all for shooting your questions. Salute to y'all for listening. But in the in the Q and A, uh, or no, the episode before the Q and A, um, you know, we gave you five matches each. We gave you eleven matches. We had an honorable mention. We gave you eleven matches. 
of matches you can show people to explain what this business is like, and there are hundreds more. We could do that. We could do that every fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could do that. We could do that no every problem. fucking show with no duplicates for at least a forever. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not that I'm necessarily concerned about what outsiders think of it, but you want your love to be you want, it to mean something. you want it to mean something and you want it to be displayed right when you know it can be so much better why the fuck i want to be out here with this bum ass girl on my arm when privately i know she's so great but in public you embarrassing my ass <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's a tough one so drew mcintyre is gonna beat seth rollins <laughs> As he oughta. As he oughta. Now this one, I am. Um, uh, I pretty much decided every match except this one. For the Universal Championship, we've got LeBron Strowman taking on Bray Wyatt. Now, I'm gonna let you start this off because while you're talking, I am gonna try to find if Braun is taking on Bray Wyatt or if he's taking on the Fiend. But uh, how you see it's going so far? Mm. She title's changing. Title change. Mm-hmm. Going back to uh, Bray Wyatt. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I mean, I guess. I mean, we still have to get, well, see, they can't even say his name on the TV anymore. Right. (laughs) Right. We still have to get that. Yeah. And we both, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but we both knew this wasn't going to last very long. For Braun Strowman. Yes. Unfortunately. And... And it sucks because I feel like he's getting treated like right back, but at least he got the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I was never on the Ryback train, so <laughs> I know you were. And, and neither, and neither was Baber. You remember Baber? Uh, facts. Yeah. And he was like Ryback will never have the fucking title. <laughs> I was yo, listen, never on that train. You love that dude, and I was never nope, babyface heel. I was like nah, nah, homie. But yeah, go ahead. Feed, feed me more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? Before it didn't cut you off, because you mentioned Ryback, because I was watching SummerSlam uh, 2013, and he didn't have a match. And this is after he turned heel, and he was the big old bully picking on people. And <laughs> he was in catering, and homie was like, and the caterer was putting a new new batch of soup, laying it down. Ryback was like, oh, this, I don't like this soup. It's cold. And the caterer was like, it, it's, it's supposed to be cold. It's gazpacho. And he, he, he keeps being a bully. He pours the soup on his head and then pours the soup down his shirt all over him. And he goes, peep, peep, peep. He goes, Haha, feed me moron. I'm like, yo, he should have been fired. Should have been right then and there, been fired. Oh no, like that—that that wasn't as bad as Doctor D. Doctor D. David Schultz. Yeah. Did you watch that one? 
I didn't watch that one, but I know Schultz slapped that uh slapped that reporter, slapped that yeah, slapped that reporter. Twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah, man. Um so yeah. That quick Ryback tangent. But uh go ahead, keep going. No, um I mean fucking Bray Wyatt should have never lost the fucking title to Goldberg. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. And and this is gonna sound horrible. But the coronavirus is what they fucking get with no goddamn fans. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. That's funny. That's funny. Let me ask you this, because I definitely got a, a little bit of a deep dive as far as that goes. But do you think it matters if Braun faces Bray or The Fiend as far as how this match goes? It's the last time we've seen Bray or um, The Fiend. We last saw Bray when he defeated um, The Miz. At, was it TLC back in December? We saw The Fucking Fiend, of course, at WrestleMania. We haven't seen either of them since. Right, as far as matches go. Okay. Um, no, I don't think this sort of matters. Um, it might be kind of cool because they used to be bros. Yeah. And... Maybe Bray. I mean, maybe Braun knows a little bit of his game, right? But I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're going with that storyline. You know. So whether it's Fiend or Bray, you think uh, a new chant? Yeah, correct. That's tough, man. Um, so be the first one we disagree on. I I don't know. They seem to always write themselves into a corner with Bray Wyatt. Always, and then just fuck it up later on down the road, like shortly down the road. It's it 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 doesn't matter what iteration of his career it is, man. Um, going all the way back to, I mean, the, the WrestleMania thirty. I mean, we were there, and we were in that crowd singing. <laughs> He's got the whole world in his hands well, that sure. night and the next night at Raw. And now I wasn't necessarily mad that John Cena won. I didn't have the emotional investment that way, but like Bray Wyatt should have won. Yeah. And it went another way. And then they they proceeded to completely fuck up the storytelling as far as John Cena goes. And then they transitioned to a big blur of his career. I don't remember a lot of it. Um, you know, Randy Orton joined forces with him three years later. He lost to Randy Orton in a stinker. Um most recently, I'll go to the most recent aspect, was the Seth Rollins feud, which more so than anything damaged Seth Rollins, <laughs> damaged yeah. Seth Rollins' stock, but also it didn't do the Fiend any favors. The Hell in a Cell match where they <laughs> they stopped it via stoppage. Um, so he was the character was too new to be in that match. Unless they were going to go all the way with it. And they went all the way, but they didn't go all the way. You know what I mean? In the way they did it. He shouldn't have been in that match with Goldberg. Now, the Firefly Funhouse was obviously a way to, you know, kind of rebuild that. But they keep putting him in these positions to where he shouldn't be in them. And then now you got Braun Strowman. Who they've also kept riding into corners. 
So we're like backed into like the cornerest of corners. We're backed into like a like a half of a building, bruh. Yeah, yeah. Like we're like, like backed into a half of a room, and they're both in corners, bruh. They have fed him to Brock Lesnar mad times. They tag teamed him with a ten year old. He lost the Intercontinental Championship after one month, which three on one, it makes sense. But I mean, that reign didn't mean anything. He only got this reign because Roman Reigns was like, nah. And now, I, like, go ahead. I wonder if they're doing some of this stuff, like the way they're doing it without the crowd, because there's no crowd. Like, well, they've been throwing shit on the wall for at least five years. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? Like, they're I do. doing these things. Because there won't be a crowd reaction. Yeah. I mean... That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. That's a valid point, though. But, I mean, now you've got Braun Strowman, the new champion, who theoretically shouldn't lose again so soon. And then you've got the Bray Wyatt character, who... Hasn't fought since... Well, he hasn't fought, but he's also... (laughs) Bray Wyatt always finds a way... To get himself back, despite all the dumb shit that's been thrown in front of him, right? He's found a way to to be a notable name despite the dumb shit. So he shouldn't lose. Braun shouldn't lose because he's the new champion. And if Braun loses his title, he's ass out. Double count out. I think. Especially if this is Bray Wyatt and not The Fiend. I think Braun retains. Via DQ. But I gotta, that's the thing. I, I'm trying to figure out how he retains. Won't be clean. Because he can beat Bray Wyatt clean. He can't beat The Fiend clean. Did you watch NXT this past week? Uh, most of it, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna do what Charlotte did. What? Beat Adam Cole for the title? No, I said Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What's it? What's he gonna do? No, she fucking. I mean, he's he's gonna he's oh, gonna what Rhea, weapon? Rhea Ripley's gonna come back. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are we at here? <laughs> so on NXT. Yeah, no, yeah, no, okay, Braun, Braun Strowman's going to pull out a weapon and get DQ'd yeah. so he can retain his title. He doesn't need but to do I, that, though. He's he's a weapon. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I know. And he's a babyface weapon. I don't know, man. I, you know what, I, I don't know, man. This feud has to continue. It's going to continue shittily. Um... Especially if this is Bray Wyatt, and I think, and I don't, I haven't seen any confirmation. Um, yeah, I think, I think it'll be Bray Wyatt and not the Fiend. I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman retaining via. Hmm. Hmm. Where Eric Rowan? He's gone. As he should be. That's not nice, though. That's not nice at all. Um. I really don't know. I wouldn't. I don't see you know Bray Wyatt getting himself disqualified. Um, 
You know what? Fuck it, man. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt by count out. Let's have fun. Let's have some fun. So you got Braun Strowman via pinfall? No, no. I picked Bray. You did pick Bray. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. You picked a new champion, though. Yes. Okay. My fault. My fault. Let me differentiate that. New champ. And slash count out. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Zesty, kind of. We threw a little paprika in there. Little, uh, little, little, little Himalayan little pink cilantro. salt. Little cilantro. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So, even though these matches are happening at the same time, we have, you know what? Let's put them both together because they're happening at the same time. You know what? No, because that'll be way too crazy of a conversation to have. They're happening at the same time. But first off, we've got the women's money in the bank. Climb the corporate ladder match. You said what? They're happening at the same exact time. They're doing these matches at the same time, yes. So we're going to have like 10 motherfuckers getting after it? I think we're going to have a lot of spliced footage together. This is going to be a movie. This is going to be a movie match, another movie match. I think we're going to have a lot of spliced footage put together. I think there's going to be mad hijinks. Somehow the matches are going to intertwine and, and involve themselves, involve each other. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I have a slight interest in this because it is still money in the bank and because I want to see how creative they get. But um, let me introduce it first. We've got in the money in the bank ladder match, Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Asuka versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella. And because I feel like we're going to find a way to kind of intertwine both of these in the men's money in the bank match, we've got Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Aleister Black. Versus AJ Styles versus King Corbin versus Otis. Otis, my man Otis. <laughs> so yeah, both of these matches are gonna happen at the same time. And so I imagine, yes, that we're gonna have a this will be a movie match. I can I yeah, this will be a movie match. Um Yeah. Uh, chat me, chat with me. That's this is the first I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Well, well, you know what I'm going to say. I hope somebody gets tossed up this motherfucking building. <laughs> I, you know what? I, man, hey. Fucking hell. Hey, hey, hey you got to give me a point if somebody gets tossed off this Listen, bitch. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going to do that. Cause, cause, cause here's the gecko. Cause yes, cause here's the thing. From the very beginning, when we found out this was gonna be on the top of the building, you dead ass said weeks ago, weeks ago, yo, they probably gonna throw some off this building. And I looked at my phone. I said, Ren, <laughs> Ren, we just we just throwing motherfuckers off buildings now. Like that's just what we doing. But damn, man, there's a really good chance. Especially Somebody, from that, like, that, that, that interview Becky Lynch hit, where she said Vince McMahon like, got through. Like, she has basically been, said. Has been like, showing his superstars how to fall off of towers. <laughs> now, commend Vince McMahon's 96 year old ass. 
But the I mean, more hey, I hey, just, see, just watch, y'all just just watch, just watch, y'all. It's gonna be good bro, shit. It's gonna be good shit. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw the 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 picture of the set of the of the ring on top of the building. I did. They put tr- fake trees on it and shit. Um, oh, it was like trees. Say what? It was like Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, damn, we might get somebody thrown off a motherfucking building. Um, yeah, Allah, Allah the Giant, Halloween Havoc, 1995. Um, the Money in the Bank ladder match, as as we talked about before, the concept, while still cool on paper, has been tridididash for years now. No creativity. No, like, story. The Money in the Bank concept has been trididididashly executed for years now. Am I wrong? Am I crazy? Oh, no, you're not. I just kind of got an idea, though, just now, for some fucking reason. I'm, you know, I want, I want to share that idea. I want to refresh some memories. Last year, now, in the moment, Brock Lesnar winning was kind of cool. In hindsight, yep. we've had multiple people interfering in Money in the Bank ladder matches before. In winning though, they didn't even climb the fucking ladder, let alone winning that motherfucker. I w- just told you I was watching Money in the Bank 2013. Of all people who interfered in that match, the newly dearly departed Curtis Axel interfered in that match. Man, it's not like he was dead. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and he didn't even climb the ladder. Right? And so, again, the concept of the idea of Brock Lesnar winning was kind of cool. The execution of his of his cash-in, I mean, they did it like a month later, only to have Seth beat Brock Lesnar again at SummerSlam because it was a lazy way to do the rematch. We had Charlotte. Was it Charlotte? No, no, no. Who won Money in the Bank last year? The women's. It was Bailey. She cashed in on the night of. After Charlotte beat Becky Lynch for a paper title reign to just to boost the numbers. Uh, yeah, that was the same. Yeah, it was the same year. Brock Lesnar and Bailey. Um, who won before that? Who won two years ago? Twenty eighteen. Sheamus. No, was was it Sheamus? No, he has won one, but I don't think it was that year. I think it, that was twenty fifteen. That was twenty fifteen. Um. I'm drawing a blank as to who it was, which kind of leads to my motherfucking point. The Money in the Bank concept has been poorly done for a long time now. Um, So conceptually, I'm not as excited, but it's a ladder match. It's on top of a fucking building. So I kind of commend them for the idea. But um, yeah, man, talk me through it, man. What you thinking? See, like, I I just got this idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, you remember the old Scooby Doo cartoons? Mm-hmm. When they're like running in the hallways and like there's like ten different doors. Oh they shit! Open one and there's like a bad guy that pops out of each different door. So they run out or the door can... and go into another one. Yeah, is this gonna happen on this? And but like there'll be like, they, like they could do this like WrestleMania kind of like oh, they could man. like they could have old old wrestlers have WrestleMania moments on this fucking pay per view. <laughs> oh my god. 
I don't know why I just thought of it like that, boy. There's a there's a new like character that's not even with this fucking match. Oh man. Fuck, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. I. You know what? Oh fuck! I hope they don't do that. <laughs> hey, man. I, I hope they don't either. I hope they just keep it with the the performers they got. But bro, at this wait, can a, go. This can go anyway. This like, can go anyway. Like, yeah, have you ever seen, have you ever seen the movie The Raid? No, I don't think so. Have you ever heard of it? I may have heard the name. It doesn't. It's not striking as familiar. It's like okay, like it's this Japanese Chinese movie. I, I, don't, I don't. know. Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> but like this 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 group of cops, the SWAT team has to go up this fucking high rise to get to this drug dealer. Mm-hmm. They have to go through each floor. <laughs> and it's just mayhem on each fucking floor. Oh my it's god! Just, like, Yo. Is that something that this is gonna be like? But like without guns and people getting brutally murked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's gonna be somebody who gets like kicked off the elevator, and so they, they gotta run up stairs. mad flights of stairs. <laughs> Holy shit! Damn, dude, this could be good. It could be bad. It could be so bad it's good. It could be so well, bad see, it's really bad. I, mean, I, I I didn't have high expectations for the Undertaker Styles match, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, but also I mean, but yeah, think of the settings sorry. though. Think of the settings. It's one on. It was one on one in a specific location. This is going to be six on. It's going to be six people in one match, while another match is going on with six people in it. And they have to fucking scale an entire building. It It's almost like there's too many moving pieces to where you can't look away, but you don't know what to expect. Oh, man. And Mandy's not even there. This is true. You know what? Real quick. And it's a whole tangent. I'm just going to say it and... and, and, and Dip out because we gave we I've been giving them a lot of hell so I want to give them I want to give them some props salute to Sonya Deville she dropped a hell of a promo recently uh, where she 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 snapped on the whole women's division so so salute to her I got to get that out real quick um but yeah man I how you I see this going because because SmackDown is on Fox and they got so much invested in Fox. At the very least, one of those briefcases is going to Fox to draw viewers to SmackDown on Fox. At least one. We might get both. It might get split one and one. At least one is going to SmackDown. For me, figure out on each brand. Yeah, these fucking people. Sure, sure. And 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 it's all in my eyes now. They fucked up putting wrestling on Fridays. They should have learned the last time they went to Fridays on SmackDown. Friday is not a great day for weekly periodic wrestling. It's only good for like college kids free gaming before they go to the fucking bar. Yeah, yeah. And that ain't happening right now. No, it, <laughs> no, it fucking ain't. There's more people at home than ever, and there's less people watching. So, yeah, it's it's that was a bad idea. Um. But yeah, I see one brief face absolutely going to SmackDown for the ratings aspect of it. But uh, how, how you see this going overall, man? All right, I've got Alistair Black 
Okay. Any any reason? Been getting pushed for a while. Mm-hmm. No reason for him not to, or at least for him not to get close. But yeah. I mean, that doesn't matter at the end of the day. But um, but no, I got Alex Black one of the men's. Mm-hmm. And so you got Lacey Evans. Oh, fuck yeah, I got Lacey Evans one of the women's. Huh? Why Lacey Evans? I don't know because I could see like Shannon Baszler and Nia Jax having a pretty tight feud, mm-hmm. and Oscar is just great on commentary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else is kind of just like in there. Yeah, true. true, true, true. So here's my train of thought. As far as the women's match goes, I instantly took Carmella out. Carmella's already won one. Well, she won it twice the first year. <laughs> she she basically won it twice. The pay-per-view and the and the TV rematch. Uh shout to James L. O. Ellsworth. Um hey. yeah, Chinigan. Um I'm instantly getting rid of Dana Brooke, cause like Dana Brooke. It's Dana Brooke. Uh and plus they've been tag teaming together. So maybe they not that they give a shit about the tag team division, the women's tag division, but it and plus it's Dana Brooke. Um, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax I think Shayna Baszler Can find her own way to a title shot As well as Nia Jax I don't think Becky Lynch ever got her revenge On Nia Jax truly No um, And again you mentioned that could be just a cool few Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax um, I almost chose Asuka Cause Asuka with the money in the bank Briefcase would be fire <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fire. Um, as far as the men's go, so I got rid of Daniel Bryan instantly because he's Daniel Bryan. He doesn't need it, and plus he already won one. It's kind of uh, sketchy for him to even be even in this type of match. Because of the concussion issues. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. A little hectic. I feel you. Um... Rey Mysterio, I got rid of instantly because it's Rey Mysterio. Like, he's just there. He's Rey Mysterio. Corbin, I got rid of instantly. He already won one and failed in his cash in. He's just determined to be in high profile matches. Otis, I got rid of. Now, maybe you can tell me where Tucker's been. I'm not sure. Clearly, I see more in Tucker, in, in Otis, than Tucker. Has, has Tucker been on TV? Has he been doing anything? I've watched. Yeah. Which took me down to Aleister Black and AJ Styles. And it's so funny, man. Um, we'll this- the same motherfuckers, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this morning, I went into it like, yeah, AJ Styles. Because... AJ Styles is for one AJ Styles. That's like the besides the Royal Rumble, you know, Money in the Bank is like the last accolade. This is an it'd be a dope accolade to add to him, right? AJ Styles, yeah. Money in the Bank winner. There's something about the fact of how he replaced Apollo Crews. I'm not sure the replacement ever wins. Right? He just never wins. Maybe it could be a good consolation because his good brothers got released. But, like, and that might be a cool story. AJ Styles, Money in the Bank winner. But something about it just, it didn't it didn't stick with me. So, for the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, I'm going with Aleister Black. 
And on the now he's a Raw guy. And as I just said, one of the briefcases is going to SmackDown. Now, for the life of me, man, they are doing whatever they can to get good old American Pie, sexy blonde, make a sandwich for her husband ass, Lacey Evans, over. Get over or die trying. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Snake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. They just are destined. They are hell bent on making Lacey, Lacey Evans a thing. Lacey Evans isn't a thing. Is not that great. <laughs> She's not that great. But she's a sexy blonde homemaker Republican ass. So let's give her things. So yeah, we picked the same two people from Money in the Bank. I show thought we was gonna pick different. There's twelve people, and we somehow picked the same two fucking people. I mean, I feel like I mean, Alistair Black was was a go-to. I think. Yeah. Just because he's, they've been building him for so long. They've been trying. And then, then I started looking at the women's match. I was like, uh, trying to weigh out the options. So that's that's yeah. Lacey Evans is just gonna sneak up there and take it. Yeah, I could I could totally see it, man. America. They took our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Essential workers. <laughs> Open up the country. Open her up. So I need a fucking haircut. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I'm not even mad at this hair growth on my face and yeah, I'm not mad at this at all. I need I need a haircut, but like I ain't tripping. You say what? People are upset. Bruh. <laughs> like, listen. I've been cutting my hair for the past like ten years. <laughs> Man, don't don't get it me started. Like don't, don't don't get me started on your cousins, but I ain't mine. <laughs> Don't get me started. You know what? For for shits and giggles, right? Who yeah. who gets the briefcase first? Lacey. Going with Lacey. I think I'm gonna go with Lacey too. Let me go with Lacey too. I ain't we let's not put a point on it, but fuck it. Uh yeah, I think we're going with Lacey too. Yeah. So here we are, man. We have uh We found we somehow found a way <laughs> to uh to, to get through the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. We're uh, just under an hour and 45 minutes in. Now, I'm going to front, man. As we talked about, we had no excitement for this show, but we somehow pulled together a great podcast. Salute to us. Facts. And salute to y'all for listening. Big Ren, any, any other last thoughts on Money in the Bank? How you feel about this whole thing, Blair? True. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's real. Uh, two two times. <laughs> two times. But no, nah, I mean, I'm normally a bit more excited. Yeah. When I'm running the show, but I feel the same. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, show was fun. The show was fun. It's always fun. But yeah, our show. Yes. Yes, yes, our yes. show, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I'm, we somehow picked the exact same. There's a slight difference with Bray Wyatt. We both picked Bray Wyatt, but just in different ways. But we picked the exact same, even Money in the Bank. That's kind of funny. I don't know what that says about us or them or this, but that's kind of funny. I think it says more about them. Because, I mean, yeah. if you go back, if you guys go back and listen to some of our previous shows, we, we're dysfunctional. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. True. There's a lot more dysfunction than than on on paper between us. Yeah. We're just, we're just we're just over here eating fucking we're eating pork steaks with no salt and pepper, no seasoning, and eating goddamn chicken wings with with just nothing on them right now. <laughs> I we're like just, it. We're just trying to get through it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You know what? Just for one more shit and one more giggle. Who gets thrown off the fucking building? <laughs> Ray Mysterio. Oh, that would be so fucking funny. <laughs> because, yeah, because they can make it look like a dummy getting thrown off. That is funny so as small. shit. How you, how you throw the smallest person in a match off a fucking building? He might go over to the next parking lot. Oh, shit. Maybe that's how he retires. That's what I'm saying. Like, they got to write somebody off. Write them off TV completely because we threw them off a building. <laughs> off the corporate headquarters. Holy shit. Damn, that's funny. That's really, really funny. I, you know what? At first, I was thinking King Corbin. But I like your Rey Mysterio pick way better. <laughs> way no better. No hesitation. That's such a cool fucking idea. Damn. Um, I'm kind of like you, man. This show itself, I mean, they're going to try. The performers going to try. Um, they going to they going to make a movie. <laughs> they going to make a movie for for money yes. in the bank. Um, so. and I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Seven o'clock <laughs> Central Standard Time, or whatever time it fucking starts. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be there, man. Um, addicts addicted, addicted as advertised. Um, but yeah, man, big grin as we, as we sign out, man, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias player. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. A motherfucker, a underscore M A A F H U C K A. You can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Check it out, y'all. Probably like it. My guy, check me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvi Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Hit me on facebook.com slash juve there are articles and things of that nature and whatnot and some here to forth and a little bit of etc check us both out the hard camera on twitter and the instagrams at the hard camera who would have thunk it most importantly great job happening over there absolutely shout to the crew most importantly you are listening to us on spotify as always let the people you love know that something great is happening over here. We move how y'all move. We can't grow unless you grow with us. Help plant that seed and help us pay our bills. Fuck Please. 
I'm Stimulus broke. check is gone. Nigga, I'm broke. His check is gone. I ain't even get one. Help us pay our bills. Until next you time, I'm taxes. your guy. J- <laughs> say what? <laughs> what did you say? But you don't pay taxes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to cut that out. So, uh, I'm your guy, Juve. <laughs> I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are Blake and Murphy. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.